Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me some. Show me. 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 Show me some. Diamonds in my grill, you see me shining. Twenty phones on that Cayenne when we ride. Now show me some. Show me. Show me some. Show me some. Show me some. Yeah. We're back, bitches. You know, it's funny because <laughs> when we used to podcast all the time, we used to always be like, sorry, it took us so long to come back. We've been busy. Yeah. <laughs> Look what happened. We got so damn busy. Like, it's been months since we had time yes. to sit down and talk. And then I did have episodes. And then I lost our memory card. Yeah. We we had house guests. Yes. And no, it wasn't even the house guests. We had um, Thanksgiving and we moved all of our podcast stuff out of the area. Yes. And had tables everywhere. Yes. And so that's how it all started. Mm-hmm. Just moving everything like that. We yeah. just. Holidays had tend shit to be everywhere. like massive. We always have 30 plus people in our house. I have a better idea for next time, though. Yeah. We're not fucking hosting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. That, that wouldn't be us, though. Yeah. It just, you know, but I know you're happy to be back. I'm so happy to be back. I'm sure our listeners are happy that we're back. Yes, I feel so bad. I don't even know how to log in into our podcast. (laughs) I know we're going to have to like reset the password and everything. And it's going to be like, who the hell are you? Yeah. So if next year, I think I have our extra extra memory card. I, I think it was in. One of my vases for Christmas. Uh, I put it in there so I wouldn't forget. And we put all our Christmas stuff away. And of course, I don't know in which tote it's in. Oh. <laughs> so next year, if you guys randomly have like five episodes uploaded and have nothing to do with our current life, then you'll know what we're talking about. Those are the episodes that we're missing from... I really thought it was in the to-go one. I was like, oh, my gosh. So I just had that epiphany. The big noise that you guys all heard, that was me hitting my big-ass head on the mic. Did you find it? <laughs> no. This one has a regular size SD yeah. card. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Goodness. Only I could fucking do that shit twice. Anyways, I want to welcome you all back to Tequila Talk at Night. It's your girl, Jess. This is Tanya. And I can't believe it's been so long since we've said that. I feel like it's been a good four to five months. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like the last time we podcasted, honestly, was probably before our Louisiana trip. No, we did it afterwards. Oh, okay. I, t- I talked a little bit, but we didn't release that episode because, again, it was in that memory card. And then I asked you a lot of I asked you an episode about hypo. Uh, hypothetical hy- questions. Yes. Yeah, that was a fun one. too. It was a fun one. And. Because of the lack of time, I never edited <coughs> And so, like I said, if you randomly hear next year when I start pulling out my Christmas totes and I find that card and I upload those episodes, you're going to know where they're from. <laughs> yeah. A year later. Well, for this episode, I remember we were driving today and I asked you a random question. Yeah, you did. Well, it wasn't random. 
mm-hmm. just kind of connected to a bunch of other stuff that's going on in life right now. Not with us, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of um, the hospitals like Grace Anatomy. You guys, it really is. It's horrible. Everybody. There's a lot. There's a lot going on at my uh, current employer location. <laughs> and it's just crazy i was gone for a year mm-hmm. everyone was like oh jess is the problem like i came back and the problems were like 10 times worse i was like it wasn't me bitches <laughs> um i think they realize that now <laughs> yeah and and it's crazy because for the whole year that i was working i made complaints on behavioral issues that were going on and how I was being mistreated and they straight up told me it was in my head yeah like they were like get out of your head like this wouldn't be going on here and I was just like whatever come to find out when I was gone people went forward and confessed that things were going on yeah and I actually received an apology and it blew my mind because it just was so like unfitting and mm-hmm. like hit me like a truck because I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. But anyways, with that being said, there's just a whole lot of sleeping around going on. And mm-hmm. everyone who is involved is either in a relationship already or married Yeah, to someone else. And Not in the hospital. <laughs> n- yeah. <laughs> Not not at that place. Mm-hmm. And so I was like thinking, like, how do people do this? I, for one, have never cheated um, in my life. I've had a shit ton of relationships. And the reason for that being is if I feel the slight, the slightest disconnect to someone, my I immediately tell my brain, this person's not for me. Yeah. On to the next one mm-hmm. <laughs> until I find that person where I don't have that disconnect. And it's not easy for me to disconnect. I'm not talking about like, let's get in an argument and all of a sudden you like, I'm throwing the towel in. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like it has to be an emotional disconnection. That happened over time. Y- yeah. So once you have that emotional disconnection, you start looking at other people, you start talking to other people. For me, that's my cue. To like, remember how Spongebob, the meme, the Spongebob meme, like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to head out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's my cue to okay. head out. Not everyone thinks like that. No. And when I say not everyone, like even you, mm-hmm. I've had a few times in your previous marriage where mm-hmm. you were dis- felt disconnected. Mm-hmm. And so I asked you earlier, like, how do you do that? How do you get disconnected so much that you feel it's okay to go be with someone else and then go back? to that disconnected marriage or relationship yes and not say anything Mm -hmm. so these people who are sleeping around they're sleeping around and they're going home to their spouses at night like nothing ever happened yeah and I'm like for me I'm like how do you look your partner in the eye and be like I love you now let's go to sleep knowing you just had someone else's ass in your face (laughs) Well, I mean, from my personal experience, like, I honestly don't remember the last time I told that person I love you, obviously, in that relationship. Um, But there is something that you're missing because you're going out of your relationship to look for it. And when you step out of your relationship, it's like a high. 
like I told you this before, like I told you that when you decide to cheat on your partner with somebody else, it's like almost like an addiction. Like you do it once, you won't be able to stop. I mean, you have to have a lot of self-control. And it's almost like an alcoholic that if they have if they haven't drank for years and they drink again, like they like have a relapse. But the thing is that you find a person and you are only sharing the best moments with this person. So that's a high. You you get that. Like you only see them and you see them just to have sex. Or you see them like you share happy moments with that person, but you never share anything else besides that. So in your mind, like you want to keep going to that because that's like a happy moment for you. Does that make sense? Um, I get what you're saying. To me, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense, but I get what you're saying. I understand yeah. what you're it's trying like to It's like when we, when you start dating, when we started dating, like we were getting a high off each other. Like we couldn't get enough. Like I, after a while you start realizing that that's all you're going to have with that person. Like, that high um and most people tend to cheat with people who already have relationships that helps not each other get attached because each other is committed to somebody else if that makes any sense so like at that point like why not just have open relationships well the thing is at least if it's open you're not getting a high because it's allowed no I I would say most people are not into open relationships (laughs) Oh, okay, so they'd rather be cheated on. Uh, no, I don't think anyone <laughs> would want to be cheated on. I don't think people have the maybe the willpower to have a conversation with the person they're with and let them know like, hey, this is what I'm missing in our relationship before I step out. Um, and because it's hard to talk about things that you're not doing right or you're not doing for your partner. We have conversations all the time and it's hard for me to hear when I'm basically in a way letting you down. And I know when I tell you that you're not doing enough of something, you are so hard on yourself. So it's, it's a topic of conversation that it's hard to have. And sometimes, honestly, people just don't have the guts to have it. Yeah, I'm starting to realize that. I realize a lot of people um, have problems communicating. And it's so ironic that I've been able to notice that, like, when people cheat, Mm -hmm. it's because they have a communication problem. They can't communicate to their partner, like, hey, I need more of this. I need more of that. I'm not attracted anymore. Like, you know, something's going on. I'm feeling this way. They can't communicate that with their partner. They don't have the balls to do it. And... It's crazy because I see those same issues at work. Like the team falls apart because the communication is not there. I think too what happens is that as women we get so busy um, after we have kids that uh, we tend to focus more on our kids and our partner. And so then they start getting feeling neglected. Neglected, yes. And, you know, a lot of times we use the excuse like, I gave you all the time you needed before we had kids. But the thing is, like, that person didn't die after you had kids. They're still very much alive, and they still need uh, attention. And so that's why they say it's so important to date your partner and have communication. But I think people have a hard time uh, receiving communication. Like, 
telling your partner, like, hey, that hurts my feelings. Like, you have to take not take it so personal. Like, the person you're with for the rest of your life is telling you, like, hey, basically throwing you a lifeline, like, or what is it, life, whatever. Like best. a tip, yeah. Yeah, like, hey, like, I need, like, you're lacking in this. I need it. And most people just, like, if you tell them something, they get offended. And then, and then of course, that makes it, like, I mean, want to communicate with them. I struggled with that a lot yeah. at the beginning of our relationship. And it's still something that I continue to work on. Like, you say, like, I'm really hard on myself. And I think that I feel like more people should be like that. Because at the end of the day, I fix what's wrong. Yeah. I mean, you do. Um, you do fix what's wrong. I mean, at the moment, it's really hard. And sometimes it's, like, emotional for me to tell you, like, hey, like, this is going on because I'm so concerned of me hurting your feelings. And so. But would you rather communicate and tell me what's going on versus you go and start looking for it somewhere else? For, but first of all, you allow me to communicate not every person has that's a good true. communication and that's what lacks in a lot of marriages and relationships um in my previous relationship i would try to communicate but it was criticized so it did not welcome communication it made me feel very dumb for feeling the way i was feeling and so if people are not welcoming don't welcome that communication from their partner, then they start holding regret, uh, resentment, which I definitely did. And then from there, um, the resentment grows and grows to the point that you start detaching yourself from that person. And then your eyes just start wandering naturally. Not that you plan to cheat. It just kind of happens. And like I told you before, I feel like when you're in that zone of like detachment from your partner, like you put up a vibe and other people who are detached as well, like, see that. They know that vibe. They know that yeah. feeling. Yeah. And because I, I told you recently, I'm like, hey, that is so weird. Normally, I used to have people hit on me all the time. And I was like, not even a fly hits on me now. And then that's what I told you. I told you, I think I, I'm not giving out that vibe that I'm looking for somebody. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, you, it's almost like a personality change because you you go to work you're happy to mm -hmm. be there for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I go to work, I'm happy because I I like what I do. Mm -hmm. I like that every day is a new opportunity for like a learning experience. Mm -hmm. There's some smart ass people that work there. Yeah. Not too many in my department. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just kidding. But there's a shit ton of smart ass people there that, also enjoy doing what I do and so I guess I'm in like a nerd or a geek in a way where like I enjoy yeah like learning something new mm -hmm. I can only do two days <laughs> after that my body's like bitch get back in the bed <laughs> I I think also too a lot of people have a fear of like leaving like you have done before in your previous relationships uh, or ending it because they have children and not only that um, sometimes their partner is a good partner uh, they're a great mother they're a great wife you know they're a great housemaker but they lack maybe they're not giving enough intimacy or they lack something that their partner is looking for yeah and the same for a husband maybe he's a great provider a great dad 
but he's just too busy to work or something, you know? And so a lot of people, like, when they start checking off, they're like, oh, my partner's good. They're just lacking in this, so I'm going to go look to fill that gap. Yeah. Um, And that's all they're looking for, to fill that gap, not necessarily to replace that person. That makes sense. And so, but honestly, for me, when I was doing stuff, it's almost like you have to turn off your feelings um, because you literally are with that person you're cheating with. An exciting moment, right? You're just, you know, rolling around. Yeah. And literally. Literally. And (laughs) and then you go home and you have to act like nothing happened. That was that was my next question. Like, like, what is that like? Like, honestly, for me, it was a very stressful time Um, because a lot of the times like I would have to make sure that this person wouldn't be texting me. Um, There was two people. One of them was not married and one of them was at the time. And the one who was married obviously knew. Like, it was what it was, you know? Like, we were in that relationship just to physically get physical pleasure out of it. But the one that was single, he obviously had a lot of time in his hand because he was single, and so he always wanted more. He wanted a relationship. And at the time, like, besides physical, I didn't feel like that person was necessarily, like, a good match for me. Like, if I'm going to... I knew at the time I wasn't happy, but if I'm going to leave an unhappy place, I have to make sure that you, like, you f- you check off all my boxes, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And so, but at the time, yes, it was very stressful for me. I had to make sure that the person texting me, like, knew, like, I, I had to only text me through an app. <laughs> You're sneaky. I knew I was very sneaky, but it was very stressful. At times, it was very tr- stressful, and and also too, at least for me, it it's just not a life I wanted to carry on for a long term because it's just not healthy for your for your soul. Yeah. Um, but that's because I cared. You know, I I'm not proud of what I did. I definitely am not. And obviously, um, if I could go back in time, I would take those those two times I cheated uh, and erase them and never do them um, because obviously I broke the code in our relationship like the and that was not okay to anyone to do yeah not and so that was my my part and like you know I I do feel bad and I mean obviously I have apologized to that person but I would never do that again because it's just, I is. I mean, unless you're freaking don't. I mean, unless you don't have any feelings, some people do it all the time. I mean, like, for you, the third time was a charm. Yes, the <laughs> third time was a charm. But I had stopped. I after the second time, I I stopped, and then soon enough, like you know, trying to patch up a marriage, and trying to move forward, you, like. Yeah, I just ended up having kids, like a kid. And a, a lot of us do that. They're like, let's just fix it with adding kids. And actually it doesn't because it, it makes the communication even worse because you're busy. Yeah. And so when you came along, like my son was already five years old, I think. Mm-hmm. 
And so uh, it had been like over six years or more than I had had to step out of the marriage. And at that time, I wasn't looking for anyone because I didn't want to go through that again. I had promised myself I wasn't because I didn't like that feeling. Yeah. And I always told myself if I stepped out of the marriage, like I knew like that was it. Like that was it because I deserve better not to be doing that. And so did that person deserve better not to for me to be doing that to them. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he deserved better. But. Maybe. Well, I cannot speak for him. I know at times we're like, you're up to something too. Yeah. But obviously I can't prove it. So the thing is, I could only take responsibility for what i done. Yeah. And so what I did was wrong and I have apologized to that person. If he did something or not, I don't know because it's only like he never I, came clean. No. And I had suspicious. I was a little, sus- that's how I started first doing stuff because I'm like, why are you constantly raising your phone messages? Why don't you have any records of your phone calls? Like that's weird. Yeah. And why do you raise all your text messages? You know? Yeah, we all know what that means. But I was never able to prove anything. But Innocent until proven guilty. Yes, but I am taking responsibility for my part. And I should not have done that because that person did not deserve that. And um, I would never do that again. I would hope not. No, I love you too much, baby. (laughs) I feel like, honestly... When people are like, marry your best friend, I mean, I 100% agree. Like, marry your best friend. Honestly, I I don't get sick of you. Like, you can never get enough. Like, I love to see you smile. I'm going to I'm gonna ask you that question again in 10 years. In 10 years? Yeah. Oh, my. You know, it's cool because we just started the adventure challenge with each other. Yes. And we just did our first little adventure. And it was, it was... Something small, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm going to post it up in TikTok so you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, I tried to get as much footage as I could, but it's hard because it's a book to do with your spouse or your partner. And the first challenge was to cook a pie together. And you're not allowed to talk. You just kind of use your hands and guide the person. Touchy, touchy. Touchy, touchy. So... I try to record as much as I could, but then I also had to use my hands to, like... Show me what the hell I'm doing. Yes. Because I was blindfolded. But then my hands would slip. Oh. <laughs> you know. Slippery when wet. I get it. Mm-hmm. And then I would they get... Dis- slipping, all right. And I would get distracted. <laughs> um, and that's when we turned the camera off. <laughs> yeah. And so we try. I tried. And so it was fun, though. Um, and so maybe next week we'll get to, and then you take a picture of what the project that you did together. So when our pie is actually cooking right now, we did a Dutch apple pie. Hopefully it came out okay. And we're going to take a picture and then we have this beautiful book that you got us. And we post our picture there of what we'd done, our first, uh, challenge. And then we'll... Scratch second. off the second challenge and see what we're doing next. Mm-hmm. It's been it was fun, so mm-hmm. I'm excited. I feel mm-hmm. like um, the deeper you get into the book, the more challenging the challenges yes. are going to be. So, so it's hard when you have kids because, like, we don't cost we don't have a babysitter at, at you know snap of a finger. Like my in laws, they w- both work, and then um, so if we want to find a babysitter, we kind of have to work around their schedule. Because they work. Mm-hmm. 
And so when we do get a date night, I would say maybe we get a date night mm, without the kids. Maybe twice a month, no? Maybe. Yeah. Depends. We also don't like to bug them as much because they also need their date nights too. Yeah. What has so. been your favorite date night so far since we started our relationship? Oh, and can you tell me yours first? Oh, it's, I feel like it's kind of hard. Um, I kind of like. I have mine. Okay, I have mine too. I liked when we went to one of the Dodger games and we stayed at this hotel. We're never doing that again. <laughs> so the first time we went to the Dodger game, we stayed in downtown LA and we stayed at this gorgeous, like, I think it was a Westin. The hotel. Westin, yeah. It's beautiful i love that i can't wait i want to go again the second time for some reason oh i think it was pride night and the tickets were so expensive and a lot of rooms were sold out yeah and, and the hotel tickets were double the price that we had paid it was like a thousand dollars i i think like the first time we went to the Westin, i think we paid no more than three hundred dollars a night yeah. and then the second the, when we wanted to go again there were like six fifty to seven hundred dollars and i'm like we're not paying that for that freaking hotel we just stayed there like a month ago and so we stayed at this hotel i was down the street from dodger stadium yes and it was it was still expensive it was still like Maybe two hundred to something to like yeah under three hundred, but normally the hotel's not that much. So we stayed. It was in front of like I think is it Alvarado Streets? Not I don't know. It was a busy street though. Yeah, and like honestly, we could not sleep, but we had a really great sex there. (laughs) The bed was nice, (laughs) or should I say, they had a mattress on it? Yeah, because when we went to the West End, (laughs) even though it was beautiful, you were so freaking sick. We had no loving in that hotel yeah i was super sick yeah it was that once the best hotel we have been to but we did nothing but sleep i remember you even like recorded a sexy video for me yeah and i had no idea you were recording it, and i was literally right next to you in the bed sleep. yeah you were <laughs> so went to the opening game for that's the what Dodgers. it was yeah opening um, day. and so i liked that day so that we woke up the next day we headed to santa monica mm-hmm and we have um, our electrical bikes, which are, what are they called? Super 73s. The Super 73s. And we went and we rode around the beach, which I had so much fun. And then we ate at this little nice restaurant. I don't remember what it's called, but it was nice. Yeah, that was a nice, that was a nice date. Yeah, I love that one. That was like a two-day two, two day date. That was. We, our in-laws took care, well, my in-laws took care, your parents took care of think the kids yeah lewis might have been with his dad i think maybe. i don't know anyways what's yours so i um i took you to the beach oh, and i had did? this really lovely setup Aww. and there was like a professional photographer there <gasps> oh professional yeah. videographer there they were like flying drones above us and there was yeah and i like walked you down this little pathway to this cute little first she abandoned me let's talk about how she abandoned (laughs) me in the car she was like something was up you know and she was like wait here and then she disappeared like and if you guys have been was it venice beach i don't know know, um it was newport newport and And like the houses are close together because they're right next to the beach and she just freaking disappeared for 20 minutes and i'm in the car like 
I said, let me go find a bathroom real quick. You told me something. I don't. Yeah. I was like, something slick too, though. But I left, and I had to go make sure that they were ready. Yeah, like and I'm like you disappear within the like, the houses. Yeah, and I was like, where is babe? I'm like, is somebody gonna come walking? Like I knew you were you had a surprise, obviously, but like I was like, is somebody gonna come and sing to me right now? I was like looking <laughs> everywhere. I'm like, what is babe up to? Well, that's because I had like we had got your hair done and. Makeup. You were just already, yeah. And then um, it's when I walked you down to the beach and I proposed to you. Yes. That was by far my most favorite date. Oh, you're so sweet, baby. <laughs> That's so sweet. I'm so corny. I know, you kind of are. It's okay. <laughs> Although I'm really excited for Valentine's. I'm so excited. Yes, it is going to be... Our last Valentine's, we couldn't celebrate on Valentine's because our daughter had surgery that day. Yeah. Plus, we did the day before. I Yeah, and it was still nice. Mm-hmm. That was a special day, too, because I had just started walking again. So, yeah, I think you were like post-surgery. Like three just, weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just no, a little bit over a month. But you could barely, like you, you were using a cane. Yeah, and I had a big brace on. Yeah, you look like my pimp. yeah that was a fun that was a fun date too i don't think we've ever had a bad date i don't think so we've had bad parties not our parties but we've had yeah yeah but i think we always have good dates baby yeah you always do such a good job i'm such a romantic person it's ridiculous i love it i can't she's like i'm picking up a few days at work for Valentine's, <laughs> for Valentine's money, you said. Yeah, I don't like to dip into our budget for like extra stuff like that. Like it needs to be extra money. So our budget's for like our main stuff, you know. Yeah. Not to mention this wedding, we have to finish paying off by a few more months. Mm-hmm. So I'm so stressed out right now. I know. You are sh- definitely struggling. And I'm over here like, I'll show up. (laughs) (laughs) My stories are different, though. Yeah. Definitely for another episode. Yeah. I I still need to show my dresses in TikTok. So Tanya here has been trying to become TikTok famous. No, I'm I'm trying to be consistent on it. But I feel like we are so busy, honestly. And the thing is, like, when I look at some of these people, I'm like, okay, if this person in the middle of nowhere is making TikToks and has so much viewers, and I know they ain't doing anything. Well, that's why they have so much time, because they ain't doing anything. I was like, our life is, like, so freaking interesting. You know, if we could pay someone to follow us around, like they do the Kardashians, it would be such a better show. I think so. It's just so freaking chaotic all the time. I'm like, okay. Let's try not to lose our shit today. (laughs) But I am trying. And also because, like, all these content creators, they know what to do, you know? And I I, I don't. But I've been trying. I've been... I mean, don't be so hard on yourself. You're still, like, new to the world. Yeah. But I did post videos about me and my struggles that I have um, in TikTok and honestly people were so sweet they left so much comments and I just I loved it honestly I did I am struggling um with the whole 
not the wedding situation, but like separation from your family. Yeah, and so that's that's causing me a lot of anxiety. Uh, so I'm gonna go and see a little therapist for that. It's nothing to be like shy or embarrassed. I'm about. not shy, embarrassed. Um, I mean, it it is what it is. I grew up in a very religious household. I think I told you guys before I was Jehovah's Witness. And so at the moment when I left and I started getting with Jess, it didn't bother me. Um, it didn't bother me. We're not a knit type, uh, uh, what is it, a family to begin with. But I think because we're going to get married and, like, I'm not going to have that mother-daughter dance or, like, somebody walk me down the aisle that's when it started to kind of like kick in like, oh, I don't really have anybody, you know? And so that's where it's kind of been affecting me. And that's where I've been struggling and at times get really emotional. But I mean, I just have to process it and get and push through it. Straight through it. But you know, I'm here for you. It's not something that I've, I mean, you know that I separated from my parents when I was 18 for a few years, but we were able to work through it um, as a family. And so I uh, I can say, like, for that time period, I knew what you yeah. were feeling. Um, but my, my issue resolved. So I hope that one day yours really does. Um, if I could, like... I don't think so. The way that um, the religion works, it doesn't. And when I was living in it, I didn't really think much of it. But being out of it, I'm like... That just sounds so wrong not to talk to your family. Yeah. Dean, um, it's just one, I'm out of it now. I'm like, you know, hmm. it's like one of our friends um, is, concerned is not the right word, but has suspicions that one of her children might be gay. And she sat them down and was like, hey, if you are, I don't care if you are mm-hmm. like, I'm still going to love you. You're still my kid. And I feel like that was sweet. I didn't know she sat them down. Yeah. And I feel like, mm-hmm. and, and the kid was like, well, you know what? Maybe <laughs> that kid doesn't know yet. Yeah. So, but that's tomato, tomato. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is, you know, as far as religion goes, like if your kid chooses not to follow the same religion, like, so be it. Maybe they want to be a different type of, um, you know, well, I found a new religion. It's called yeah, Jess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Jessified. Oh my! And God. I've been baptized about oh every other night. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> There's nothing wrong. This is who I am all the time. I just don't know how you, know you when go from people like see us and they always misjudge. They're like, Jess is a bad one. This isn't that. She's the evil one. I keep telling you guys, she is the nicest one. I am. They're more. I am the bad one. How in the world do you go from being... If I could walk naked all the time, I would, baby. You know that I would. How do you go Mm -hmm. from being JW Mm -hmm. to what you are presenting on this (laughs) show right now? (laughs) Like, baptized really bad. Every (laughs) night, every other night, I get baptized. I want to get baptized tonight. (laughs) Wow. Well, we have pie cooking, so uh, I just I'll eat it off you. Oh, will you now? <laughs> let me tell you guys. Let me tell you guys something. I'm nervous. I think the sticky was getting to me. Oh. 
<laughs> but one time, you know, trying to be adventurous with Jess, decided that we're going to bring caramel to the room. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Worst fucking idea ever. Don't ever do it. Don't ever get caramel. Or maybe maybe we just did it wrong. <laughs> we, I fucking <laughs> look like a fucking pancake. <laughs> we just, we I mean, who doesn't... Who doesn't like to eat a pancake? No, I that it was the it was so sticky. Our skins were sticky to each other. It was the worst idea in life. <laughs> I don't know where we got it from, but I would not recommend. I did it so you wouldn't have to do it. Okay, <laughs> so don't do it. I think whipped cream. <laughs> I think the tequila is definitely getting to her. So, with that being said, <laughs> I want to thank you all for joining us back at Tequila Talk at Night. It's so nice to be back. So glad to be able to be on with I'm you guys. Me. This is your girl, Jess. And this is Tanya. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.